listening to a message from Park Springs Bible Church, located in Arlington, Texas, where we discover life in the power of God's grace and share His life-changing grace with others. Join us as we hear from the Word. Take a seat. 
Awesome, awesome. Thank you so much, team. Psalm 122, a psalm of ascent calling the people of God to worship says, I was glad when you said, let us go to the house of the Lord. And I know for myself, that is how I feel this morning, getting to celebrate with you, my church family. Welcome uh, to Celebration Sunday. It's a little bit different than our normal Sunday rhythm, where we take some extra time to just highlight and recognize the goodness of God and his faithfulness to us individually and to us as as a church. And so it's my privilege this morning just to welcome you in. My name is Jared. I am one of the pastors here, and we are so glad that you are here. If you are visiting with us, let me just give a quick pitch uh, that there's a little desk right outside in the foyer with a volunteer there. We would love to meet you. We would love to get your name um, and, uh, and just see how we as a church can partner with you and your family if God is calling you here. I've, I've just got a couple of announcements for us this morning, and then we're going to continue on with our service. Like we said, uh, it is going to be a little bit different than our, our normal Sunday service. There's going to be some different elements. We're going to share some stories. We're going to sing a lot of songs, uh, just praiseworthy to God to just highlight his, his goodness to us as a church. Uh, one of the things I want to draw your attention to, if you have uh, children in kind of that toddler baby age and you drop them off with some lovely volunteers this morning, we're actually going to get you to go pick them up before the service ends. There's going to be a specific moment towards the end of the service, a slide's going to go up to remind you, and because we're going to end the service with everybody, all ages, all in here together. So it's towards the end of the service. You can just keep an eye out for that slide, and when that goes up, you can pop out, uh, go pick up your kids from the volunteers, and then we'll be in here all together. After the service today, we're sharing a lunch together as a church family, and I would love for you to stay. Maybe you didn't know about it. Maybe you made other plans. Cancel those. Stick around. Right after the service, we'll all kind of collectively move over into the gym together and share lunch, uh, sit, eat together, get to know someone. It's going to be a, a wonderful opportunity. Uh, and so we're just so glad that you are here uh, for Celebration Sunday and just excited to, um, yeah, just glorify God uh, for his goodness and faithfulness to us. Why don't you stand up once again, take a moment, say hi to someone around you, and then we'll continue on with our service. To all who are weary, to all who mourn, to all who believe the worst version of themselves, and to those who hunger and thirst for righteousness, this church opens wide its doors and says, discover life in God's grace, where Christ is all you need, that together we will run to the altar of Christ, that we may reorient our gaze, recalibrate our hearts, and remember our need for the cross. Let's do just that. 
How was that for you? Ooh, totally sang in the wrong key just then. I was too excited. We're going to take it down. Hold on. I need the key to just, okay, here we go. I was a beggar and now cast afraid and alone. Rejected, abandoned, left out on the Son of David, have mercy, consider my plea. My doubts all fell silent when he called to me. The world tried to silence the cry of my voice. Put our hands together. Hopeful and desperate, I called all the Son of David, have mercy, consider my plea. Sing us out. Take heart, get up. He's calling to you. And run to him. He's waiting for you. Come quickly, come boldly. Come find him in faith. Come and find healing, mercy. our praises, he would be enthroned upon them, that we would lift him higher than any other name, knowing that Jesus is the name above all names. 
to go and take a seat. <laughs> it's a dangerous game day, I'll just um, put this out there for, for public consumption. Hi everybody, I'm Lexi. Um, I've been coming to the church for I think two years now, coming up on two years. Um, I think I first got introduced through the mentorship program by Laura. Um, and she said Daryl would be the person, perfect person for me. Cut this part out. Really just going straight, straight for it. <laughs> I'm Daryl Morrison. I'm part of the mentorship program at Rush I'm Daryl Morrison, and I'm part of the mentorship program at Park Springs Bible Church. I was matched with Lexi. Yeah, I was a little nervous about it, um, just because I wasn't really sure what I'd be walking into. Um, but she had texted me, and we ended up meeting up at Chili's. Initially, I was like, oh my gosh, she's so sweet, and like she's so bubbly and fun, and stuff like that. Um, I think uh, when I talked to Laura initially, I think I said I wanted someone strong, and like somebody that was going to call me out when I wasn't following the Christian life. Um, and just kind of somebody to be firm with me, but like as a neutral third party, so like not like a parent telling me, don't do that. <laughs> I asked Lexi what she wanted out of a mentorship, and really what she wanted more than anything was a relationship, just somebody to kind of walk through life with her. So that's what we've been doing over the past couple of years. We meet for lunch or dinner. Um, she's really become a part of the family. She goes to lunch with us on Sundays after church. And mainly I'm just here to listen. If she's stressed out or going through anything, she can give me a call. And I just keep in touch with her and I pray for her daily. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's been a, a really big impact on my life just because there's been a lot of like drama and stuff going on in college. She's definitely helped me through um, some interesting situations with like roommates and things like that. She just, you know, offered me a place to stay. She feeds me on occasion, so that's always nice. I call her my adopted daughter. She's great, we pray together. Lexi and I connected early on through shared life experiences. That grew into a friendship. I think that allowed her to trust me. We've had some really deep conversations um, about religion and like raising families and things like that. Um, she's done such a great job raising her kids in the faith and just being able to watch them is so encouraging. So when she needed a listening ear, I was there and I found that to be my main role is to just be there to encourage her. So, I mean, I know it's hard to know what your experience at Park Springs would be like without having made that connection. You'd be sad and dismal and not worth going. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think without Daryl I definitely wouldn't feel as connected with the church because she's a little bit more outgoing than me and she's definitely like forced me to go talk to people and stuff when I am feeling especially introverted. I'm thankful for this relationship. It has allowed me to see how God can work through me, even in my weaknesses. 
one day you'll just show up and all my stuff will be fine. She better stay in contact. <laughs> I'll stalk her. <laughs> Well, if you've been around our church for any amount of time, you would probably recognize that we have a specific way we articulate what we feel God has called us to here at Park Springs Bible Church. So we would say that our mission as a church is discovering life in the power of God's grace and sharing that life-changing grace with others. And so one of the just incredible privileges uh, of being a pastor and, and working here and getting to know so many people and kind of being behind the scenes is, is all throughout the year, uh, you get little glimpses and little stories of how that actually works itself out in, in people's lives. So this was just a, a small example of that. And so for us as a church, that really, that mission really is, uh, I would say, both a, a drumbeat and a heartbeat for us. And it does, uh, for us, encapsulate what Jesus has called all of us to. So in, in the Gospels, Jesus says very clearly that the greatest commandment is to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. And the second is like it, to love your neighbor as yourself. And so for us, as we think about as a church, like how are we supposed to live that out? We, we, we love the aspect of what it means to discover God's grace. Because every single one of us needs to encounter a living God. We need that transformation in our life. We need change to occur for that. So we, we discover that. We need to encounter him through his word, uh, through uh, the preached word, through personal Bible study. We need to go deeper in our understanding and knowledge of God. We need to encounter that through one another, through brothers and sisters in Christ, in the community of the church. We need to encounter a living God when we are going through suffering and trials that will draw us in closer into relationship with him as we rely on him and experience his goodness through the difficult times of life. We need to discover him when we rejoice and celebrate all the good things he has done. So for us as a church, that mission is very important. We want to discover life in the power of God's grace. We want to encounter and experience a living God who, who loves me and cares about me so much that he made a way for me to have a relationship with him. But one of the things that is unmistakably clear is that anytime someone does encounter or discover a little bit more about this God, there's this gospel movement that happens in your life. So when you've discovered it for yourself, this natural overflow of experiencing Jesus is that you begin to look for anybody else in proximity to you so that you can be an extension of that love, that grace, that forgiveness, that relationship to others. So both of those things are, are so important for us to discover it for ourselves, to, to know, love, and experience Jesus, but then to be an extension to someone else. Those two markers make up our church. So that is our drumbeat. And a drumbeat is very important if you are musically inclined or I know for our, our worship team, they understand they have this little um, thing stuck in their ear and it gives a drumbeat in their ear so that everybody stays together. 
we will always accomplish more if we are all pulling in the same direction. And so we need that drumbeat to keep us together. What are we about? We are about discovering God and we are about sharing him with others. We, we need that. We need those markers in our life that help us be a, a cohesive body together, accomplishing what God has called us to here at Park Springs. But I would say it's also our heartbeat. And if you don't have a heartbeat, you die. We need that in our lives. The gospel is a movement of the people of God going out into all the world. And so today is Celebration Sunday where we are celebrating what God has done. And I would just personally say one of the, uh, the, the best and um, just most pure ways we could celebrate the goodness of God is to ask him for more. For us to experience more of him for us to grow deeper in our knowledge and understanding of him, for us to see more people come to faith in Jesus Christ, for us to see more people baptized into the community of believers, for us to see a, a reach out in our community that goes beyond our walls, for us to see the gospel proclaimed in all the nations of the earth. That is one of the ways we celebrate God's goodness is we ask him for more. And so we want to do that this morning as well, as we see these good things God has done in our church and try to capture these stories, these little moments of where we see life happening. It is with the heartbeat of, thank you so much, Lord. Now do it again and do it bigger because we know that God is bigger than my small, limited experience, that his love is broader than my tiny heart could ever you know, just comprehend. And so as an aspect of our worship, to honor a holy God that is beyond all of us, an aspect of that is asking him for more. And so that's what we want as a church. We are so uh, joyful over the things he has done and that uh, we get the responsibility and the privilege of partnering with the God of the universe in this tiny corner of uh, Southwest Arlington to be a, a center for the gospel, a light to all people, and we want God to bring in more. So I'm going to invite you to stand. We're going to continue to worship. I'm going to pray over us as a church. And I would just ask um, for you just personally to let that sink into your hearts, the what we are about and how we feel God calling us to accomplish it here. Father in heaven, that is where we feel called to be, that we get to discover more of you. God, none of us have experienced it all, tasted it all, know it all. God, but you just continue to lead us in deeper and deeper into relationship with you. God, and we see it every single time in scripture when somebody encounters you, they turn to someone else and they tell them about it. And that person tells someone else about it. And that person tells their family of what you've done. God, we are witnesses to your goodness and we get to faithfully proclaim all of what we've experienced in you. We want to share your life-changing grace with others. God, give us opportunities, give us eyes to see, give us the words to say, lead us into the actions you want us to take because you are good and we've tasted it and we want others to taste it as well. Be glorified, Lord Jesus. It's in your name that I pray, amen.
Awesome. Well, we are about to witness a really, really joyful celebration of baptism. And some of you might know that and might have been baptized yourself. Um, some of you, it might be something totally new. And so just going to explain a bit about it. Um, in the Bible, it talks about oftentimes when um, God promises something, he accompanies it with a sign. And so, for instance, Noah, he promised him and his family that he would never flood the earth again. And the promise after that was a rainbow. And similarly, um, when two people get married, it's accompanied by a sign, and that's with rings. And so in the same way, um, we see baptism in the Bible, as in Romans 6, 4, it talks about we're buried in Christ with baptism and raised to walk in newness of life. And so today, um, we're going to witness that. We're going to see and celebrate it um, with four people. Um, baptism does not save someone. Jesus does. But it is that sign that accompanies it, and it shows that they want to show family and friends that they are followers of Jesus. So watch this uh, video with their testimonies with me. Hi, my name is Ellen, and I'm five years old. And when I when I realized I needed Jesus was when I was in school, and we were talking about the Israelites. And Moses was getting the um, the Ten Commandments, and Aaron made a golden calf that the Israelites were worshiping, and that was very bad. So any um, person that still wanted to worship the golden calf was killed. But any, well, person that didn't want to still worship the um, golden calf would be alive. And also, um, the people were so thirsty that God, I mean Moses, grind, burned the golden calf, grinded it up, and put it in bitter, made it into bitter water that the people had to drink. Well, I said a little prayer, and um, also, um, in front of my friends and family, I wanted to accept Jesus in my, to my heart today. Well, he washed away my sins, and also, I'll follow him for all the days of my life. A church, and my mom and my dad. Well, I can sing it. Do to others what you would have them do to you. Do to others what you would have them do. For this summed up the law and the prophets. And this is Matthew 7, 12. Do. <laughs> well, I'm going to show that I got, I was crushed by my sins, but then I'm raised up by God. Okay, Evelyn, have you uh, professed your faith uh, in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Just say yes. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I, I now, because of your profession, I now baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. and I am 11 years old. I realized I needed Jesus during my time at Mount Lebanon Kids Camp. Jesus died for me and our sins, and he has changed my life by giving me a, a sister and a brother um, and help, 
bringing our cousins to us and helping us adopt them. Two people that I can thank um, and helped me during this time have been my mom and dad. And one verse that has been very meaningful, meaningful to me is 2 Corinthians 2.14. But thanks be to God who always leads us as captives in Christ's triumphal procession and uses us to spread the aroma of the knowledge of him everywhere. So I am... So I am here today to say before my friends and family that I am a follower of Jesus Christ and I want to live my life for him. So I just said I'm, I'm excited to be with you here this morning to celebrate your profession of faith. And so I just have one question for you. Have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Based on your profession of faith, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Ready? Mm-hmm. Hi, I'm Julia. Growing up, I went to church thinking that that's what I needed to do to be a good person. And during that time, I sought God a lot of the time on my own terms, and I kept coming up short, and I was missing something. And it wasn't until I started hearing the gospel preached regularly that um, I realized what was missing, and it was Jesus Christ and his salvation. It was God's redeeming love for me that saved me, and I've changed because of it, and I never want to go back. And um, as far as baptism and being baptized, I just can't wait any longer. Oh, so I was, I was listening for the thing, so that's great. Julie, it's just been such a joy to have you a part of this faith family, and you've been just such a, a joy and a vibrant part of the church that this is just a, a huge moment for us to celebrate with you. We are so excited. So, Julie, have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. And I, based on your profession, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. We're excited. You're taller than me now, man. This is crazy. So we're really excited for you to be a, a part of our faith family and what God has done in your life. It's been remarkable to see God's work. What led you to want to be baptized this morning? I feel like, uh, I, feel like I was like struggling over, over the years. Okay. I feel like God was calling me to come to Christ. Mm-hmm. And yeah, yeah, here you go. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. We all have our, our stories and our yeah. journeys. And I know uh, that there's a, a Bible verse that you want to share with your faith yeah. family. Uh, John 3, 16, for God so loved the world, they, they gave his only beloved son, but whoever, whoever believed in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. Good. Well done, Cantrell. We're so proud of you. So have you placed your faith in Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins? Yes. Then based on your profession of faith, uh, I baptize you in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. As a, as a faith family, I just invite you to pray with me this morning. Father, we are so grateful for your goodness and your kindness and the testimony that your gospel, the saving work of Jesus Christ, transforms and changes people's lives. We're grateful to be a part of those testimonies this morning. We're so grateful for your goodness, and we pray that you would stir in our hearts to just know more of you every day. We ask all of these things in Christ's name. Amen. Thank you, brother. There's a talent.
Amen. I love getting to celebrate that with uh, one another. I love getting to see all the way from the kids to the adults. Would you stand up to your feet? We're going to sing another song. Um, I hope that you're liking this rhythm. It's a little different than normal, right? Um, but don't let it make you hold back. Would this be a time to engage to the same God, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, the God of Jacob?
You may be seated. This morning at the Lord's table, we celebrate the goodness of his redemption. The Apostle Paul said it this way in Colossians 1.13. He said, God has delivered you from the dominion of darkness and transferred you to the kingdom of his beloved son in whom there is redemption, the forgiveness of sins. The goodness of that transfer of redemption from the dominion of darkness to the kingdom of his beloved son. And when we come to the Lord's temple, uh, the Lord's table, <laughs> we, we should remember two things that we cannot do for ourselves. One thing we cannot do for ourselves is fix our life. I cannot fix my sin. I cannot fix what is wrong with me. I cannot make myself, we cannot make ourselves people who are so full of goodness and righteousness and holiness that somehow we would deserve to be forgiven. We cannot fix our life. The second thing we cannot fix is we cannot fill our life. We cannot fix our life and we cannot our life. So many times we try to fill our life. We try to find things that will bring us happiness, joy, purpose, hope. And yet we're still empty. And death itself is the final definitive declaration that we were not able to fill our life. We cannot fix our life and we cannot fill our life. Jesus redeems our life. Jesus gave his life on the cross for us in order that we might have forgiveness fully and freely. He redeemed us. And Jesus gave his life on the cross not only to save us, but also to give us the fullness of his life. That's why he said, I have come that they might have life and have it abundantly in me. He redeems us. This morning, we remember the goodness of Jesus' redemption because I cannot fix my life. I cannot fill my life. This is the Lord's table, not the table of Park Springs Bible Church. So you are invited to his table if you have put your faith in him as your savior. If still you have not confessed your sins, repenting to put your faith in Jesus Christ, this would be the moment to do that. I would encourage you to do that. I would encourage you to step in and to receive this gift of redemption by putting your faith in Jesus Christ. And so as we reflect on the goodness of that redemption, being transferred from the dominion of darkness to the kingdom of his beloved son, our deacons will come forward to serve the elements. Please receive the elements in a spirit of reflection and prayer. Trust in Jesus just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know the saith.
On the night that Jesus was betrayed, he took bread. And when he given thanks, he broke it. And he gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body, broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Take and eat this morning. This is Christ's body, broken, to deliver you from the dominion of darkness. And likewise, after they'd eaten, Jesus took the cup, saying, This cup that is poured out for you is the new covenant in my blood for the forgiveness of sins. Take and drink, remembering Jesus' redemption for you, his life given for you and to you. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the goodness of the redemption in Jesus. Redeemed how I love to proclaim it. Redeemed how I love to live it. Redeemed how I will wait for it. As we take the bread and the cup this morning, we remember the redemptions that's coming, the full and final glorious redemption of Jesus Christ when we'll be made like him. All by grace. Because I could neither... Fix my life or fill my life. So you redeem me from the 
dominion of darkness to bring me into the kingdom of your beloved son to live with you forever. Amen and amen. Well, church family, what a great morning it's been. Amen. God has done a tremendous work and been excited to see some of this unfold as we've planned and prepared for this specific Sunday because one of the things that we wanted is to give you a glimpse of the awesomeness of the God we serve throughout the year here at Park Springs Bible Church. And Jared did a tremendous job communicating about those very things. There is much to celebrate as a faith family. And many of the stories we might not even know, many of us have had a front row seat to God freeing individuals from the power of sin and addiction. We've seen families meet some of the most challenging moments of their life and trusted the sustaining grace of Christ through those moments. There's much to celebrate as a faith family at Park Springs Bible Church. We're excited for the move of the Spirit and the things that he's doing. And, and truly, this year has been us discovering life in the power of God's grace. And in many ways, sharing that life-changing grace with others. There is much to be thankful for. But one of the things that I'm tasked with this morning is that there are future celebrations that the Lord is calling us to. Certainly, we look back and we realize amazing things that God has done, but we look forward anticipating even more of the amazing things that God is going to do. And so, the very things that I want to share with you this morning are just twofold, one negative and one positive. The negative is, we can't stay here. God is always on the move. Perpetually and consistently, he's propelling his church out of places of comfort that, that a church that's stagnant or stable or just not doing much is, is actually a church that's dying. Acts 1.8 tells us when the Holy Spirit came upon them that, that God called them to be their witnesses just in their small places. No, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and, and where? To, to the ends of the earth. God is always compelling followers of Christ to continue to step out in faith and move, move forward, move into to the next place, move to where God is taking us, that he's the one that's setting the direction and the pace for his faith family, that never is there a place where we get to sit and just say, we've arrived. We don't arrive this side of heaven, and so we're, we're always thinking about where the Lord is compelling us to, so we can't, we can't stay here, but where are we going? Well, we must go there. Well, where's there? Well, I would say that it's going to involve two very specific things. One, fundamentally, is that we are convinced that the world is not getting better. Maybe you'll be convinced otherwise, but we're pretty certain that it seems as though there's a consistent downward spiral of, spiral of, of our culture and people, and we're convinced that the reason why is the world is without Jesus. And we desperately desire to be a church on the front lines that is communicating the life-transforming power of the gospel to those who don't know. The solution to the human condition, the comfort that individuals need who are hurting, comes through a saving relationship with Jesus Christ. And we are convinced that that's going to be who we are in the generations to come. The gospel doesn't change. And we seek to be mobilized by God to share that life-transforming power with anyone we come into contact with. Secondarily, for those of us who have placed our faith in Jesus Christ, let me just convince you right now that you're not at the place that God wants you to be. 
There is more work that he still has to do in each of our lives. More things that he's cutting and changing. More deeper intimacy that he's calling us to on a daily basis. And we as a church want to be a part of that. Want to be a part of drawing and pushing and compelling every single one of us to be drawn into the life-transforming power of the gospel. We see the areas that have kept us captive, the relational hurts that we've experienced, the challenges that have marked our identity, the suffering and the wounds that you've experienced. We desire the gospel to change those from identity to testimony, that your mess will become a message. And we want to be a part of that innumerable and exciting ways. And so the future of the church is going to continue to strive within these walls and beyond these walls to the place that the Lord is taking us. There are so many things that God has in store that we have yet to discover. And just like Jared alluded to, that even our prayers are limited in the sense that God will give us more than we can ask or imagine that our capacity to even dream big is limited based on the the reality of what God actually has in store for us. So we as a faith family want to be a, a church that trusts the power of the resurrected Christ for the future of this place. And we believe that there are great and big things in store. And so I want to give you just a, a small taste of what that is. Many of us as staff are wearing t-shirts. Well, Long sleeve shirts, sweaters, whatever, swag, if you will. But we have been convinced that the Lord has called so many people to this church that are so incredibly gifted. Way back in April, we were convinced that one of the things that was missing within the constant worship music of Christmas as we were preparing for the incarnation and the birth of the Son was that Often we don't hear the story from creation to incarnation. So what we wanted to do is to say, I bet that we could come together and develop an album in such a way that the songs that are being sung would drive us to the understanding that Jesus has always been the plan. He's always been the plan, that God has tremendous work to do in in each of our lives, but from creation to incarnation, Jesus was and is the plan. He's the plan then and he's the plan now. And so one of the things that we want to show you is we've stretched ourselves and believe that God can do amazing things through a group of people who are trusting him is that we, we took a step of faith. We decided to assemble a few of us together and just start to write and believe that God could assemble a worship Christmas album that would give us a, a better view and a better picture of Jesus Christ. And it's here. And the album is called Always. Jesus has always been the plan. That is just a snippet of the amazing big things that God has in store. And so what we want you to know is that we can't stay here. We must go there. That God is moving us. He's setting the trajectory and the pace. But we're about something that is so much bigger than us. You are a part of a worldwide universal mission of God to see souls saved for Jesus Christ. There's nothing better to give your life to. And so I would want you to be encouraged this morning that as the mission of God unfolds here at Park Springs Bible Church, you're a part of it. I'm a part of it. But it is so much bigger than us. And I cannot wait to be awestruck by the power of the resurrected Christ as he manifolds and manifests himself in the midst of a faith family here at Park Springs. I love you as a faith family. I'm excited for this journey together. 
and I can't wait to see what God is going to do. We're going to sing always over you this morning, and you're just welcome to remain seated if you'd like, and just to worship the Lord. Um, I hope that these words minister to you and you're encouraged by him.
super emotional for me goodness um yeah like charlie said this has been an amazing project to be part of um we were talking to the team and just talking about how it feels like we've just done loaves and fishes and he's just blown us away by uh, his work um and you'll get to see a little bit of that in a sec we're gonna have a behind the scenes video but these songs essentially wrote themselves um and so we know it's very special and of the lord and i hope that they're an encouragement to you and so you can find them on all streaming platforms. If you didn't see out front, we have CDs for sale as well. We are not about marketing ourselves for any of our glory or any of the proceeds. This is literally just to get out the word and the truth and the gospel. And like Charlie said, our, we are passionate about people knowing that Jesus came and was here and existed before Christmas. And so that's kind of the message that you're going to hear through this album. So um, at this time, too, parents who have kids in the nursery, you're welcome to go get your kids to enjoy this last part of worship that we're going to be having. Um, and like I said, here is the behind-the-scenes video. Yeah, she's called always. <laughs> That's such a really, really good. Really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
Would you stand up to your feet? We're going to sing another song, and the children are going to be joining us, and I hope that you're blessed by them as well.
encourage these kids and thank them. Amazing, amazing. Sorry, I was just waiting for the traffic. <laughs> so uh, feel free to go ahead and take your seats for just a second. So obviously very exciting things are taking place here at Park Springs, and we're really excited about what the Lord is doing. Um, and so just a, a quick reminder, one of the things that is happening after the service is we've got a family lunch. Churches love potlucks, and we're a church, and so we love potlucks. And so please feel free to make your way. I would suggest that you allow some of the seasoned among us to go first. Yeah, I'm a diplomat at my heart. So just, hey, we allow um, all of them to kind of get their food as then we, we kind of make our way in. But one of the things that we also really did want to celebrate is there are uh, a wealth of people that have decided to come and be a part of the faith family here at Park Springs and join us through membership. And so there's a lot. And so I'd love for you to come up front if you see your name. But I'm going to go ahead and go through them. So Andy Barca, um, <laughs> Barca, Barca, uh, Grayson Cook, Christina Cook. Brett Flood, Laura Flood, Charlie Langloy, Trish Langloy, McKenna Parks, please come up. Lucas, I am not even going to, I know I'd butcher it. Uh, Dara, April and Blaine Smith, Nick and Marianne Tarango, Lindsay Woodcock and Noah Woodcock. If you guys would please come forward. I think I added an extra letter to your last name, Andy. That's that's my fault. So, um, yeah, that's. <laughs> see, I just I love big things. I just go bigger than I should. So anyway, this is the uh, these these individuals have gone through all of our membership class, have met with our elders, uh, have fulfilled all of the requirements, and still decided to become members of Park Springs Bible Church. So we want to say welcome to the family. We're really excited to see how God's going to use your gifts here. And as I, I close our service in prayer, I'm going to invite them to kind of stay up, so please feel free to come forward and welcome them. Uh, and I'm also going to pray for our meal, and then we'll be dismissed. So would you join me this morning as we pray? Father, we thank you so much for your kindness and goodness and your love and mercy on each of our lives. We thank you for just uh, continuing to grow this faith family, Lord, both in intimacy with you and, and as we get to partner with each other in life. Um, I thank you for all these new members. Can't wait to see how you're going to use their gifts to edify the church. We just pray your blessing upon them and on this faith family. We ask that you would bless our meal together, Lord, that we would just honor you and thank you so much for your consistent and faithful provision. And so we just ask that you would continue to bless the rest of our day. We ask all these things in Christ's name. Amen. All right, you guys are dismissed. Please feel free to welcome in our...
child of God and all my first day. I'm a child of God every day. 